the other big thing about these phrases or like having this moment of I am that, like being okay with where I am and who I am and what's going on is also realizing the next actionable step is not to actually change you. It's just to do, hi, what do I need now? Hey there, this is Unburdened by Hope, the podcast that helps you harness your possibility and feel your purpose. I'm your host, Erin Cummings. Here, we're breaking free from the chains of hope and unlocking the power of inspiration within. Get ready to ignite your soul because we're diving deep into the art of letting go, embracing the unknown, and creating a life unburdened by the limitations of hope. Together, we'll uncover the secrets to finding purpose, fueling our passions, and crafting a vibrant existence that sets our hearts on fire. So, are you ready to burn it down what's no longer serving you and step into a life driven by possibility? Let's dive in, my friends, and unleash our boundless potential. Here we are, podcast episode three. I can't believe we've already hit the third episode. I feel like that happened so fast. Um, I'm so excited. I appreciate you tuning in and listening. And I really just, my, my intention for this podcast is for you to really be able to like hear some words that I'm saying and take them throughout your week so that you can live a more purposeful and intentional life. Um, so today on the podcast, I'm going to get a little yogi on you. (laughs) I don't do this very often, so uh, we're going to do it today, but I'm going to get a little yogi on you. I'm going to try not to use too much yoga jargon, but um, we had an all staff meeting uh, a few nights ago and I did a little, um, some of you will probably totally cringe, but I did a little like yoga game, um, where we all had to answer questions off note cards, but it was, wasn't cringy or, you know, whatever, because it was really just about questions that you already knew. And it wasn't like, tell me a fun fact about yourself. It was just a matter of answering questions as if you were talking to someone who already knew about your job, you know, like stuff like that. So, um, in one of the questions, it was, you know, tell me what your favorite mantra or favorite yoga phrase or intention that you use all the time. And last, last week I shared with you mine, which was, you know, say yes, and you'll figure it out afterwards in a very intentional way, (laughs) not with a no parachute kind of situation. Um, and one of my teachers, her name's Jess, she's really awesome. She said the phrase, um, I am that, and there is a Sanskrit way. I I didn't study or learn Sanskrit in my yoga teacher training. So I usually just teach like the English versions. And so that's what we're going to discuss today on the podcast is the intention of I am that and how you can um, apply that to your life and where it can show up. So thanks for joining me. And here we go. Podcast three. I am that in Sanskrit. It is called, uh, I think it's called Soham. You can do it a bunch of different ways, like a traditional mantra. If you're doing like a mantra meditation, it's like you're sitting and you're probably chanting or saying the same phrase like over and over and over again. And yes, that is helpful. And that's great. And you can do it in meditation. And it's a great way to like get it to land in your body. And then like you'll remember it all throughout the week. But sometimes just like everything that most of us do, like we're super busy individuals and 
I don't want to just cram a mantra for 10 minutes into my head and then it's like gone. I really want to be able to remember it and whether it is embody it or look back to it or look forward to it. This is something that like I I need something I can kind of set myself as a guide for my week. So what is I am that and what does it mean and how can you use it? And this isn't even a real... (laughs) Like my non-yoga self, like I, I have very different little uh little categories of my brain. And um I would say my non-yoga self would look at this sentence of I am that and be like, this makes no sense. You know, like what corporate lingo senior vice president of accounting the direction in this southern hemisphere's northwest division does this mean? And, uh, I just think that like sometimes in these situations, if it's too jargony and yes, it is a traditional like English version of a Sanskrit phrase, like you don't want to disrespect it, but at the same time, you want to make sure that you can a understand it and b shape it in a way that works for you. So some other variations of I am that that you could use as we're discussing this throughout the episode, it would be like, I am whole and complete. I am enough. If you want to get real spiritual crazy, I am at one with the universe. And like, how does this show up? How can you how can you use this? Once again, you can say it in a meditation. So if you are someone who meditates and you set aside time, whatever it may be during the day or in the morning, you can just say that same phrase over and over again, adding like um, an inhale and an exhale to the phrase. So if you were like, inhale, I am, exhale that, or whatever choice of phrase that you used, or you can inhale for the whole phrase, I am that, and then take an exhale and pause. And, um, you know, you can kind of play with it. Like, I think that's what's where it gets really yoga, where it gets really yoga and like, you know, the whole like vibes and energy and whatever. It's like, you just got to do what feels good and works for your body. And it's such like a, I don't know, it's not a bullshit thing to say, but it's a very like yoga thing to say. It was just like, do what feels good because that's the point. Like the point is you don't want to be creating intentions and saying mantras and you just like, even in your head, like you're doing it to feel like more clarity and more present and probably to feel good, you know, like we're not going in, we're not doing all of this to just feel like shit every day. And so you want to make sure that the intentions that you're setting and the practices you're doing with these intentions actually also feels good. And yeah, if you've never done it before, you might feel like an idiot, but like I meditate in my closet with eye patches on like the under eye patches. And so like, I already look like an idiot anyway. Why not just like lean into trying something new? So that's how you could actually like practice the meditation version of this intention of I am that. But I want to talk about like Okay, that's practicing it in like a yogic yoga way with meditation. But also let's talk about practicing it in a non quote unquote yoga class or a non meditation way, which would be like in your life, which is also yoga, which is why I'm doing this podcast, which is the part of the yoga that honestly I love so much. Like 
the poses are great. They feel great in my body. But what I've really learned from the whole yoga experience is this thing here that I'm doing, which is intention setting, setting goals, like living purposefully, um, having a path to be on. And that is what I love teaching about yoga. So what's interesting with I am Pat is for me, it has really allowed myself to like show up as quote unquote, my whole self. It's a very Brene Brown phrase. However, being able to tell myself like I am that has been so helpful when it's like, I have a really shitty day or I'm having a great day or, you know, something happens and I just like, can't, not that I can't shake it, but I just, I can't seem to like get past it in order to move on. So a big thing like in our household, I mean, my husband and I are both working parents. And if either of us have a really like long work day or kind of a crappy work day and you get home, it's, you know, to having a moment to tell yourself, like, I am that like getting present to the fact that like, okay, I need a minute. I need a minute. And you're allowed to tell your partner that and you're allowed to ask for space. And you're also allowed to tell yourself like, Hey, I am that I, and I'm whole and complete, even though I'm a little angry, I I think that's okay. And it also gives space for, you know, you and your partner, even you and your kids or you and your roommate or whoever it is, your cat, you know, your poor cat, like don't yell at him, you know, like let him know that like, man, man, little kitty cat, I've had a bad day. Like it's going to be okay. I love, uh, Brene Brown did a whole, I watched a whole video about like how her and her husband, um, you know, you both, the goal would be to both contribute 50% to the relationship. Some of you are like, what? This is brand new information. Hi. Yeah. 50%. Um, and that's not financially or whatever. Like I'm talking support. Okay. Like 50% support. And, um, once again, some of you are just like mind blown about this. Hi. Yeah. Welcome. It's 2023 y'all. Um, so you, if you are both contributing 50% and there is just a day that absolutely drains you and you only have 20% to give and you give all 20%, you're still giving that entire percentage that you have to the relationship. So like if you need a minute and you need your partner to kind of like step over that line a little bit, like you have to ask for it, but you also have to know that that's what you need. And that's where something like I am that comes into play because it gives you a accountability and responsibility and self-awareness to realize like, I am that this is what I'm feeling. And then you can take the next actionable step, which is what do I need? And I think too, the other big thing about these phrases or like having this moment of I am that, like being okay with where I am and who I am and what's going on is also realizing the next actionable step is not to actually change you. It's just to do, hi, what do I need now? It's not, oh my God, I need to change my whole life and I need to Da, 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 downward spiral into like the we got to move countries because I 
accidentally, you know, told the waiter, like, I, I did. I mean, I did. Here, here's a story that's like, oh, my God, I need to move neighborhoods because I was walking my little dog at night the other day and someone said hi to me. And I was like, good morning. And it was like nine o'clock at night. And I was like, oh, God, I have to move neighborhoods. <laughs> I have to move neighborhoods. <laughs> but I think that's the other thing that the phrase I am that gives you is like it gives me permission to be my like silly, fun, creative self in these moments of like especially with this podcast I think it's I think it's fun to just be able to show up and be who I am and have my little phrases and have my little sayings and tell my weird stories and make it be more relatable and less like just manifest your life and it'll all be great because that's what I did (laughs) it's like no no actionable items actionable intentions things you can actually work on So I want to keep going and tell kind of the creation of the book story with using I am that as kind of like a guidepost here. So I think I said this in the first episode, like I'm not going to dive deep into some of these stories like all at one time. It's definitely like a (laughs) this is a slow relationship. Okay, you guys, we're not just like moving in together we're we're taking the we're taking this courtship slowly even though most of you probably know this story if you know me so obviously um if you i shouldn't say obviously but if you have read my book or bought my book or if you know me personally you know my dad was in a pretty horrific motorcycle accident in 2019 and that was kind of the origin story of the book I had someone who told me to write journal every day when my dad was in the hospital. And then it kind of morphed into these journal prompts that I would do. And then it morphed into um, something that like I really needed and craved to kind of unwind my brain. And then it morphed into a program and then it morphed into a book. Uh, That was the simplest explanation anyone could have ever said. Don't you hate it when people are like, I just did this one thing and then it worked and then it was just like, great. You're like, okay, well, what? So with I am that, what I learned was the other super simple, semi-annoying phrase that's like, it's okay to not be okay. And uh, I learned that like, I'm allowed to be multidimensional. Like that's the big thing that I learned with this phrase and incorporating it, you know, and using it a few weeks as my intention. It was just like, I would write at the top of my paper and it's like, okay, I am that I am whole. I am complete. Like what's happening is just what's happening. And I don't have to do anything about it, but I, it gave me space to like a, realize I wasn't okay. And then B, it gave me space to also like know that I didn't need to like change who I was because of what was going on. And it also gave me space to like, Hey, something is going on here with myself. Like I need to probably ask for help. So I was to kind of like get to where I want to get to with the story of the origination of the book was like, I was having panic attacks and breakdowns and, and it was like, you know, not PMS where like your wrapper of your crackers opens the wrong way. And you just like, 
you know, toddler throw the banana across the room situation. But it was like I would walk through, I would, I would be like physically or emotionally triggered. And so I was diagnosed with PTSD, but I, it would be like, I would walk a certain, if I would walk in a certain place, um, I would have like a breakdown or if I was like driving and felt a certain emotion, I would like literally lose my shit in the car. And, um, I was also just exhausted and overwhelmed and all of this stuff. And what I, thankfully realized I had a great, um, a great doctor who supported me through my PTSD diagnosis and, uh, support and all of that with my, um, therapy and EMDR, uh, to help like really get me, get me through the big, the big part of it. Um, but what I had realized was just like all my emotional buckets were full and we needed to just dump them out. And so I was just easily triggered and overwhelmed and all of that. But what I, what I had come to realize later, and I'm hoping like my health, uh, like my stomach stuff that we talked about last week, um, I'm hoping I'll get to this point eventually. And, but it's, you know, the practice of reminding yourself, but the practice of reminding myself that like I can have PTSD and I can have anxiety and I can have ADHD and I am okay. Like I am that, like, this is who I am and this is how I function best. And this is how, you know, I live my life and I can be multidimensional. And I think that's the big thing that I learned with this. I am that phrase is truly about realizing like all of the pieces and all of the like oh it's almost like a gem you know we're almost like we're like gems you guys um but seriously like if you look at like a really pretty ring and you you see all the um, all the I don't even know what they're called jewels jewelers (laughs) all the people who study if anyone studies gems listening to this they're like wow really But if you look at like a gem and even a, you know, two dimensional photo of a gem, you see all of those different shades and colors and ways to see in. And I think that's really how I see myself and I see others. And that's a big thing that um, I am that taught me. And so I think if you can think about this week or you can, you know, put it on your, if you're doing your journal or if you have you know, a way to look, look over something or see something every day. And you just write, I am that, or one of the other phrases that works for you, whether it's I am home complete, I am enough, I am multidimensional, but realizing like you can show up in many different ways and you don't have to just be like, hi, I'm happy put together person. But I also, as we're like coming to a close, just like you need to have a parachute when you're saying yes and figuring it out. If you're having a bad day, I am that does not give you permission to be an asshole. This is not what that is. I, I would like to say as a, what I love to call myself as a recovering asshole, like I have been the blunt, honest person my entire life. And it's taken a long, long time for me to realize that like, oh yeah, I can be honest in a nice way. 
um, and not intentionally hurt people's feelings. Um, I didn't realize a long time ago that like what I was doing was just like, I thought I was being helpful. Like, oh, my intention, my intention, their intentions were good. Don't you, you ever hear that? Like, okay, well, you still really hurt my feelings. Um, and that, that's how that like kind of started. It's like, oh, well, my intentions were good. And it's like, well, yeah, but you knew you were going to say this and be mean about it. So like do it in a different way. And I think that's the thing with I am that is like you can be in a shitty mood and still be nice to people or you can be in a great mood and look at someone and hold them accountable for their actions and it not ruin your day either. And I think that's the great thing about something as simple as this phrase can be so complex when you're dealing with certain situations. So I am that, you know, whether you're a boss and you need to like have a hard conversation with someone, it's like, I am that I know that I am not right in this situation, but you know that what you're doing is intentional. And remember, you're up to that bigger purpose thing that you're working on. So as you go throughout this week, you can use I am that for meditation. You can use um, I am that as a mantra. You can write it at the top of your book. But I want you to remember that I am that means you are multidimensional and that you can do great things and you can have bad days and you can be sad and you can go through grief and you can be grieving and do something happy all at the same time. And, you know, just remember that like we're all human having a human experience. And I think these podcasts like this just remind us all that like have empathy for others and keep going and do what you're doing and be the courageous, capable person that you really are. Thanks for tuning in and I will see you next week. Thanks for listening to Unburdened by Hope. Go to your favorite podcast app, hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. If you got something out of our show, I'd love to hear from you. Send me your favorite takeaway or any questions you may have to info at aaronccummings.com. You might even just hear the answer in a future episode. Remember, you are capable, you are courageous, and it's up to you to create what's possible.